I'm Alex Blumenstein, and you're stuck with me for two more days. Ugh, two more days. Oh, sorry. I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, October 20th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. How often do you go into the office, Jay? I'm in the basement every day, but that's not what you mean, right? No, it's not. I'm in every day. Or am I? You'll never know thanks to the latest anti-work trend. It's on the heels of quiet quitting. Let me tell you about coffee badging, where you go to work for your morning coffee, make yourself seen, and then you hightail at home. (laughs) I kind of love this. Those fans of late office seasons, Jim did this at Robert California's party, or at least he tried to. That was his move. I like the name of it. I like what it's all about. And I like coffee badging. You know what, Jay, that's great. That says a lot about who you are as a worker, and we're going to put that down in your next performance review. <laughs> Jay, coffee badge is too often. Alex, aside from coffee badging on this Friday morning, what do we have for Peak Pals? For our first story, Canadian diplomats exit India. For our second story, Pearson aims to up safety game. And for our third story, Tesla's profit shock. For our first story, amid a brewing diplomatic spat, And after two weeks of negotiations between India and Canada proved unsuccessful, 41 Canadian diplomats in the country are hitting the road in search of, what we assume, less contentious government appointments. The move comes after Canada alleged India was involved in the shooting of a leader among the Sikh diaspora in Canada, which rocketed tensions between the nations. New Delhi then ordered Canada to withdraw 41 diplomats by October 10th to make the two diplomatic contingents equal in size or face removal of their diplomatic immunity. Jay, tell the Peak Pals why this matters. Well, India's demand for equal diplomatic representation between the countries threatens to disrupt day-to-day operations at the Canadian consulate that handles visa applications from India, Canada's highest source of immigrants and international students. Last year, India provided over 118,000 new permanent residents to Canada, more than 27% of all new residents, and issued over 225,000 study permits to Indians. The bottom line is the Indian demand was a surprise for Canada representing a more dramatic escalation from the earlier tit-for-tat expulsions. Heightened tensions and ensuing diplomatic reshuffle may also ripple beyond relations, given the global attention the dispute has garnered. Our second story is very important to me, as I'll be touching down at several airports next week as part of the Peaks Bet on Canada tour. I'm looking at you, Calgary, <clears throat> October 23rd, and Vancouver, <clears throat> October 25th. And of course, I'll be heading out through Toronto's Pearson Airport, which after being ranked the second worst airport in North America, is hoping that it can at least be one of the safest. That's fair. Canada's busiest airport is rolling out a new proof of concept for an autonomous safety robot designed to roam runways and spot security risks from holes and perimeter fences to larger, more serious safety threats that could affect planes. The first-of-its-kind robo-vehicle was designed by Honda in collaboration with Illuminex AI, Genwave Technologies, Cisco, and Eagle Aerospace. The notoriously inefficient airport has been all about the fancy tech in the last year between AI-powered security scanners and runway inspection drones. Airports are under increasing pressure to ensure the safety of passengers after a string of close calls at several U.S. airports. The number of mishaps that increased the chances of a collision at Canadian airports has more than doubled from 2010 to 2021. There are two main lines of defense that work to stop planes from colliding on runways, air traffic controllers and computer-controlled collision avoidance systems. The chair of the U.S. National Transportation Safety Board said the country's airports need to invest more in aviation safety technology solutions to avoid these incidents. 
Jay, put a bow on the story. Well, the jump in close calls has a lot to do with increased runway traffic, given the recent surge in travel demand. Given that airports probably aren't going to get well, less busy, technology like this could help make increasingly congested airports a whole lot safer. I hope you're not a Tesla shareholder, Jay. I am not, and that's why I'm unbothered. My Tesla's profits fell 44% last quarter, thanks in part to vehicle price cuts. On the latest earnings call, Elon Musk, the CEO of this company and also the one of Tesla, formerly called X, and a whole bunch of other companies, he expressed worry over demand and said the company would wait to ramp up production at its new Mexican plant. Not the new Mexican plant, but the new Mexican plant. Thanks for the Tesla shares fell by 9.3% on the very, very bad news. Musk also said the long-awaited, much-memed Cybertruck, which is Tesla's bid to take on the truck market, obviously, would be out for delivery next month. But warned, it has a long road to profitability, and the Tesla dug its own grave with such a hard-to-make product. His words, not mine. It's also an ugly product. My words, not his. When the world's leading EV automaker, which only makes EVs, needs to pump the brakes on production, it casts a long, concerning shadow over the entire industry. Other big automakers are tempting their EV output. GM is delaying the production of all EV pickup trucks at a Michigan plant until at least 2025, while Ford slowed its EV role to focus on hybrids and its cutting shifts at the plant making its electric F-150, which is much better looking than the Cybertruck. Now, when it comes down to it, EVs are crucial to meeting climate goals, but a host of economic and infrastructure concerns must be addressed before widespread adoption occurs. And lest we forget, Canada has a huge growing hunger and economic interest in making this happen with a lot of investments in EV battery plants. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second one to follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. Look, I'm only here for today and tomorrow, and I want to see some reviews, folks. I haven't any. I'm disappointed, Peak Pals, but you do you. It's not my problem. It's in my show. If you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Alex, I have two shout-outs at the end of this podcast. Wow, two shout-outs. Make them happen. Two wicked important people, as we say in Boston in my life. It is their birthday on Saturday, October okay. 21st. My wife, Dara Solomon, and my mom as well. Wow. Bonnie Rosenthal. Both of their birthdays on the same day. So happy birthday. Happy birthday.